This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Hi, I'm David, a school founder and CEO, a mindfulness teacher, and leadership coach. This is a podcast for paradigm shifters just like you, ready to reignite the flames of passion that drew you into education in the first place. You're ready to live and flow, lead with love, and be the fullest version of the change maker you always dreamed of. Then join me as I break down the mindfulness, leadership, and life teachings that have completely changed my life, while also speaking with guests whose wisdom have inspired new ideas and transformation across the globe. Join me on the journey of becoming a mindful education warrior. Hey, welcome everyone. You know, let's just take a moment to pause today as we start with today's episode. So if you're not driving or doing something that's dangerous to close your eyes, I felt like saying operating heavy machinery. (laughs) Close your eyes with me just for a second. Take a nice deep breath in, nice long exhale out. And if you listen to the episode with Janet, you know, she shared that you can always count your breaths, but it's just really important to have a longer exhale than inhale. Just settle in, kind of just let your shoulders loosen up a little bit, wiggle your toes and just be right here right now. That was just a short little practice before we get started here. Today's episode is really about how mindfulness can really become. I've had it with my guests that I'm interviewing, they're all saying it in some way, somehow. It becomes just another thing that you're adding on to your life. Like I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do mindful walking. And the issue with that is that to me, the purpose of following the path of mindfulness and meditation and self-realization is that you are taking back your life and you're getting to know the real you. You're getting to know the real authentic version of you. And I loved, you're going to hear this interview I did with Lindsay Frank and who is an amazing educator and teaches mindfulness and does it herself. And she talked about how with her health scare that she literally took back her life. She made a choice that she was no longer going to live the life that she was living. She was not going to be a burnout teacher that was stressed out, projecting all of her issues and stressors to her children, to her students, to the parents. She just decided that she was going to take her life back. 
And so it's really important that you understand that no one's going to do it for you. It's, it's an invitation for you to live the life you want to live. And so you can practice mindfulness. Like I've been saying, take a couple minutes a day to really get clear, to get settled, to begin these practices. That's wonderful. And really feel into the fact that you are journeying back home to the most authentic version of yourself. And what's so beautiful about doing this with educators is that you are completely with kids, either indirectly or directly. You're serving kids, you're serving communities, and you're in this for the right reasons. So you're all about love. You're all about giving. You're all about taking care of others. And that's amazing. And as you're doing that, it's time to really take a step back, like I've been saying, and learn how to take care of yourself and how to prioritize yourself. But I'm not talking about the limited self, like Janet was saying, this wounded inner child within you that is doing its job, which is to keep you safe and to keep you settled and to keep you doing the same thing in the same way every day, all day, right? That is the part of you that we're going to work with is to really make that part feel safe. But the other part of you that we're going to work with is this free spirited, playful, creative part of you. That part of you, that part of your inner child, that part I can guarantee you, if you hand the keys over to that part of you, I guarantee you, I guarantee you will have a different life. I guarantee it. And so it's giving up on a lot of the conditioning that you bought into, a lot of things that you believe. Because what happens to us is we have these versions of ourselves when we were children right? Five years old, seven years old, you pick the age, nine, 11, 13, 15. (laughs) And these parts of us are free. They're playful. They're creative. They're open. They're in the moment. If you're working with kids in a school, you know, this, whether they're teenagers or kindergartners, they are in the moment. And so we have that version of ourselves. And then as we get older, we're taught to get more serious, be more responsible, And that's all great. We have to obviously grow up and I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. But as we did that, we just completely forgot about this other part of ourselves. And then to put it really directly, we become robots. We become robots. We follow the rules. We don't even think about what rules we're following. We're going through the motions and we've completely disconnected with our authenticity and who we really are. We have completely forgotten who we really are. And if you're ready and you're willing and you're interested in coming back home to the best version of you and being the best educator for your kids every day and having energy and feeling free and wanting to do your work and wanting to be alive and live this short life that we have with zeal, excitement, I'm letting you know that connecting with that part of you that wants to be free and wants to play. And so what I think about it is as I went through my healing journey and I will talk about the more kind of heavier, um, intense journey that I went on with my traumatic 
my eight-year-old self that suffered some real serious trauma and how that part of me was so scared that it was doing its job. You know, and you'll hear my guests talk about the way the brain is set up, the subconscious mind. And so when you have these experiences, that part of you runs its autopilot program. It doesn't know the difference between time. It doesn't know time. It just knows, okay, there's danger because this person said that thing. Now I'm triggered or as Janet said, feel poked, right? And all of a sudden I now have to figure out how to, uh, the danger has come. So now I'm scared and I'm going to retreat. I'm going to go back to my safe, comfortable ways and keep my routines and not get out of the box. And so what I'm here to tell you is that you have an opportunity to find yourself and to be completely free. And my suggestion for today to keep it really simple is that you find that part of you that's the most free and most creative. And I'm going to give you a small suggestion how to do that. But back to my story about for me and my own healing journey, I would regularly think about a car. Okay. (laughs) And people would always laugh when I would tell this story, but I would think about who was driving my car when I was letting my wounded child run the show. So my eight-year-old limited self and do not judge this part of you. I'm not, I'm not advocating that you judge this part of you. This part of me was doing its job, which is to keep me safe and to make sure that we don't get hurt again. Right. So when he was driving the car, I was always a little bit nervous and we're always being really careful and, you know, going slow, taking every single corner very carefully. That was kind of the visual I would get when I would do meditation and do these healing, um, healing modalities with hypnotherapists and regular therapists and coaches. And what I found was as I started to let that part of me feel more safe. And I started to acknowledge and let that part be feel and seen that this other part of me, which was the five-year-old version of me, it was super playful. And I was like, you've just forgotten about me. What, what, what happened? You forgot about me. I'm right here. I'm right here. And so this part of me started to come alive. And that's why I was, I started doing things like wearing more interesting colors and being more in the moment and being more free and more being more playful. And so then I started envisioning these different ages that I was working with, that I was healing. And you can look up internal family systems, which is something that we use for our circle at the school. Our adults do a social emotional learning circle and our kids do a circle. It's a really great comprehensive program that we got from Valor in Tennessee and Nashville. And, but in the internal family systems model, you're, basically understanding these different parts of you that have created subpersonalities and how they're running your adult life. And so I was literally doing this work and thinking of the different ages in the car. And as I was healing and working with each age, there was like the eight-year-old, the 14-year-old and 18-year-old at some point came in, which I didn't think of because I thought that was more of an adult, but obviously it was still child, a child. And it was, I was able to start to hand the keys to the five-year-old. And the moment I did that, that I was able to say, look, we're going to reparent me and get back to my authenticity, which is that five-year-old version of yourself. For me, it was five-year-old version. For you, it could be a different age, but typically five-year-old is it's five years old is one of the ages that a lot of people will connect with because it's so free and 
there's not a lot of the conditioning and the, the rules that we have to follow and all the stuff that kind of holds us back. So my recommendation is to keep it simple and to think about what you love to do as a child. It doesn't have to be when you were five. It could be when you were 14. And, you know, I just feel like once you start doing that, I remember my, my two best professional developments I ever ran for teachers was one time when I, I went to a training at Google and Google really gets this like create a playful, creative environment. So people can really, I don't know if they understand inner child stuff, but they understand how to get you to be creative and playful. And so did this really awesome training there. And they actually, when you walked in the door, they had like all different colors. It was super engaging and creative. Like you just felt like you wanted to play and create. They had Play-Doh, they had candy. It was like you're entering uh, Willy Wonka's, you know, chocolate factory. And you immediately felt like, wow, I, I feel more alive. I feel more connected. So I replicated that with my own team when I went back to the school when I was a principal. And it was the best one we ever had because they were able to connect with that five-year-old, that, that playful, creative child within themselves. And we weren't as serious. And what I said to them was, I said, look, you guys, we work with kids. This was a high school. We work with teenagers. We work with 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, you know, young people. And we're coming in here all serious and all stodgy. And they're just kind of like, what's wrong with these people? Right? And we make everything so serious. And of course, we need to be serious. We need to be adults. You can, you can do both, though. Both can be true. And so I just said to them, I said, my request for you today in this 90-minute professional development, I think we were creating our vision for like our departments or something like for each department. It's like, don't be serious about it, but be serious about it. Be childlike, not childish be childlike and take this seriously because we have really amazing mission-driven work, which is another really awesome thing about our field is that we are serving children, right? Like I said earlier, we're serving children. So we, we really have to um, get clear with our mission and our why so that we can be the most free, open, authentic version of ourselves for the kids because then we're more effective. It's like, that's just, I have no doubt in my mind about that. So I basically said, my request is that you be free, be playful, and think like a child. Be childlike. They created the most amazing, it was a vision, and then we created a board, the most amazing vision boards. And not a vision board in the terms of like a vision board, but like a board that had a vision on it for their departments. It was so amazing. And I, I didn't realize it at the time, and I forgot about it, right? I didn't ever do that again because, I, of course, you go to a training and you implement it the next day, and then like a, month, a week later, you've already forgotten. So I forgot to actually implement that again. But then fast forward five years later when I opened my own school, and this was an elementary school at that point. We started with kindergarten and first grade, so these were very young children. So I think when they were, we had kindergarten, first, and second graders, I was like, guys. So I did the same thing. I brought all the Play-Doh, all, um, you know, all the manipulative things you can, you know, the, the um, wire pipe cleaner things, all and it's all the colors you can imagine, different colors, paper, posters. And I just asked them to be playful. And we were cracking up because I'm like, guys, we're so serious. And we work with seven-year-olds and five-year-olds. Like we got to lighten up. And everyone's like, yeah, you're right. It's a moment we get together as adults. But anyway, I digress. But the point is find that part of you that's free, that's playful, because that is the pathway to your authenticity. And when you find that, and you give the keys to the five-year-old and you're like, I'm going to make sure that we don't, this is what I was joking. I'm going to make sure we don't drive off the cliff. Okay. We still have the, 
we still have adult. This, oh, this is the other important detail. Adult David was always sitting next to the five-year-old in the front seat. Okay. And the back seat was eight, 14 and 18. So we still have, both can be true. We can be adult-like and be smart and not drive ourselves off the cliff. And instead of giving all the power to our limited selves, a part of ourselves that are really their jobs to keep, our, keep ourselves safe, instead of giving them all the power, we can share it and we can do it together. And so if you can unlock your creativity and that childlike nature, and just keep it really simple, guys, because I know you're really busy and you're going to try and overthink this. Be in your heart, just like a five-year-old would be. Just like a five-year-old would be. Be in your heart. Don't, don't make this intellectual. Don't overthink it. Just ask yourself when you get quiet, just ask yourself, what's one thing I love to do as a child? Or what's something that I could do today to make me feel more childlike? How can I be free in this moment to be like a child and just sit? Let the stillness and the silence speak to you. Boom, it's going to come to you. For me, it was go ice skating. <laughs> it was go play with my kids, right? Like actually be present and play with your own children or actually be present. Go to recess and play soccer or basketball with them. Go throw the football with the high schoolers. And you will know what it is. Keep it so simple though. Dance in your, dance in your office with the door closed for two minutes and just be free and throw your arms around Listen to some music that you love, anything that just connects you to the flow of life, to your own authenticity, to this massive version of yourself that's just been sleeping, that your five-year-old version or that small, free-spirited part of you is just like, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, and you've given up on me, and my, your life would be so much more interesting if you just spent some time with me. So everything in my life changed once I did that. I started playing basketball again. I started being really playful and fun with my own children and... I started being more playful and fun with people at the grocery store. And I started being really uh, making a lot of jokes. Like I've always been very, as a kid, I was known as, you know, the guy who was always making jokes. I was the class clown. So I would always, so I just started being like the, the best version of me as a child and everything started changing. It's literally like you're unlocking a door and everything will start to open up for you and just take it a little bit at a time. If you, if you, I had a client who, had not drawn for, for 30 years since she was, I think, like seven years old. She drew, I had a session with her and I said, just start. I, I gave her the same advice I'm giving you. Just start something simple and just go for it. Get yourself quiet if you have to. All the things in your mind that are going to talk you out of it, or you know, you can use Janet's five-second rule that she got from Mel Robbins. Once you think you're going to do it, if you start to get talk yourself out of it, because you're like, this is silly. I'm, I'm an adult. I should not be, you know buying pink shoes and tutus or whatever. And once you feel that you can, you can sort of pack yourself back into it and I do the five second rule and just, and just go for it and see what happens. See how you feel, see what starts to open up for you. And do you feel free and do you feel alive again? Just keep it simple. Try it out. All right. Let me know how it goes. Love to hear and good luck. I will do another episode coming about the more about how to work with these limited, the limited self or the parts of you that I don't even like using the word limited because, like I said, it's really important you don't judge these other parts of you that have done their job to keep you safe, no matter what your childhood was like. 
whether it was trauma with a capital T or trauma with a small T, just we all have experienced something that's made us try and create safety and try and control our lives from this feeling of this part of ourself that was that you know was was shut off, right? So I had another client that always felt like she wanted to be really outgoing and free and she talks really loud and she just and her family was all about like we need to keep it quiet and we need to you know everyone needs to follow the rules and and keep it orderly and don't really express how you're feeling and so she had this pent-up energy from all these years of suppressing that part of her that just wanted to like dance and be free and listen to music and just get out there and have fun and so we just started doing that for a while and her whole entire life started changing and she started to get more clear on what she wanted to be doing in with her work and how she wanted to show up with her kids and how she wanted to express herself on she started doing Instagram lives. And so this is, this is, this is like the start. All right. Okay. Let me know how it goes. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Play with your inner child, be free, have fun, be authentic. That's the last thing I was going to say, be authentic. Okay. We are all walking around going around like, we're just fake. Let's be really honest with ourselves. We're kind of fake. So let's stop putting on the fake armor and the clothes and pretending like we're something we're not and just be who you are. Just be free. I hope today I talked from a place of authenticity. That was my goal. I didn't follow my script. So it might be a little repetitive. So I apologize for that, but I'm just being free today. And I'm trying to be authentic and speak from my heart and share with you. That's, this is what changed my life. And this is what makes you a mindful education warrior is connecting with your authenticity, your freedom. And we'll talk next episode about how to start to work with those parts of you that need to be healed. All right, everyone sending love. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the mindful education warrior podcast. I want you to know that every guest and listener is a value part of this co-creation. We're so honored that you listened and we hope that this helped you in some small or big way today. This is a community and a movement and without you, it wouldn't be possible. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to davidkrichards.com where you will find special offers for podcast listening. And as always, if you're moved by an episode, please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. Finally, our greatest compliment is when you share an episode with someone who you believe will benefit from the message. I'm sending you so much love today and the courage to really be the mindful warrior within you. Thank you. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.